quick break to talk about our voicemail. Guys, we want to hear what you have to say. Our voicemail is up and running, but it is empty. There are no voicemails on there. We want to hear directly from you. Is it a hit? Is it not a hit? And why? Tony's a strip club DJ. Do you like that he takes a bus to work? We want to know, yes or no. So tell us what you think. 707-780-2-HIT. That's 707-780-2448. Let us know before we have to close the line because no one's calling in. Guys, we need this. We need some interaction. It gets boring talking to these two schmucks every day. So let us know what you think. 707-780-2448. 707-7802-HIT. Yeah, get rolling. I think we're rolling now. There we go. This is hot garbage. This sounds like shit. No one's gonna buy that. Is it a hit? <laughs> uh, welcome to another episode of Is It a Hit? Where you, the listener, can join us on this expedition to make that next big chart-topping single. I'm your host, Max, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat. And as always, the headliner for the evening is the one and only Nasty Nathan Sharp. We're here to give Nate that, uh, that motivation, that inspiration that he needs uh, to make this, uh, this single. And we, last week, he needed the inspiration to make an inspirational song, and we gave it to him. And now we need to make sure that he has what he needs to make that that hit just top the charts, a rocket to the sky, all the way to number one, and just keep on going. If there was a number zero, that's where we'd want to end up. I uh, zero, I would say that we're number zero because it's better than one. Uh, where we inspire, Nate creates, and we all decide is it a hit? Oh, yeah, there it is. You, I do feel inspired, really. Yeah, you've, you've inspired me, Nate. Make and you too, Max. Me, well, we inspire everything. Feel <laughs> what are you saying? Motivated. <laughs> Say Listen, it all again. You really make me feel motivated. Last week you did a great job. And do you know what the issue has been in between? I got what? sapped out. I got completely sapped out of motivation. You robbed oh it from me. You overdid it. Oh. You took too much out of me. I was I was defeated. I was done. Mm-hmm. I was out out in the grass, face down, a lot of, breathing a lot of the in the dirt. A lot of listeners don't know that I also, in addition to this podcast, I'll also like kind of harass uh, Nathan Sharp on my off days and I have to drive to Vermont to do it, but I, I really enjoy it. And, uh, when we're not recording, I am just harassing him, haranguing him. And, uh, Getting when harangued. he loses, yeah, you, you feel harangued and stalked. Um, but yeah, I, sometimes I get after you. It's, you know, in my head, I say it's tough love. Um, that's all, you know, I'm just trying to push you to your limit. Yeah. And I think you pushed me past my limit. I think, uh, my, my, 
musculoskeletal system is is overwrought, overbared even with the with the crushing burden of your expectations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm not going to lower them either. I know what you're capable of, or at least I know what I need to see to make money is the right way to say that. Is uh, I I know what what I need to hear in order to use your talent for my own benefit. That that's how I should say that. Yeah. And you know, we just need more hits. It's a it's an inevitable thing, right? You're just going to keep making these songs and we're just going to keep making fun of you and prodding you and and you're just putting a lot of pressure on you. Um eventually, if you make enough of these, one of them's going to get it become a hit. It's it's inevitable, right? If pressure. you just have a long enough career, Hits. You are the monkey, and we are the typewriters. Diamonds. Shock the monkey. We've got to shock hit. this monkey. Yeah. Thousands. Typewriters. Wait, is that what that song's about? Just sh- keep shocking those monkeys until they write enough stuff on typewriters and t- until the it makes a hit? The greatest yeah. novel ever written. The greatest story ever oh, told. Better than The Count of Monte Cristo. Better than uh, yeah. the Berenstein Bears, the best. What, what's this? Uh, what's this? What's this? This story? What's this? Oh, one? well, there's a. It's like an idiom. If you, uh, you know, put a put enough uh, monkeys in front of enough typewriters, they'll write Shakespeare. You know, just at some point during all of their, you know, banging their heads against the sure. against the typewriters. Yeah. So that's why Nate, he's the monkey. Pat and yeah. I were the typewriters. We're I'm shocking the, the monkey here. That shocks the monkey. Shock yeah. the monkey. Yeah. I want to be Peter Gabriel. Ooh. Where yeah. do you fall on that, on that debate? you be a Peter Gabriel fan or you a Phil Collins fan? Oh, I hate both of them. <laughs> there can only be one. Really? Oh, yeah. That zero, song, Pat. Shock the Monkey, I only know it because I hate it. Yeah, the reason but... I was able to come, call to mind that specific in, intonation, monkey, is because I hate it. I heard it. I heard it on the radio, and I said, "This can't be a song." Yeah, I just couldn't believe it was real. Yeah, that one. He, I don't like Peter Gabriel very much. Yeah, it's uh, it's very strange. Uh, I'm definitely a Phil Collins guy. <laughs> What's the song Peter Gabriel sings? That's like, if looks could kill, they probably will. Yeah, oh, games you, without I, frontiers. You, you hate that song. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid yeah. one. Great. That's great a terrible stuff. song. The grammar great doesn't stuff, even make Peter. sense. Great stuff. Like, like, the tense is wrong. <laughs> well, if looks t- could kill, they probably will. Yeah, get out of here. What do you put it in the same? It, it, uh, what's going on here, Pete? This garbage. And then the worst part is that the verse is just him listing names. He's like. Adolf plays with Timmy. Timmy's sad and mad. And like, it's just like, and then he just names kids' names and they're just doing things. And it's, I, I feel like he's trying to be, you know, just like, he's trying to be, he, he wants it to be bigger than it is, right? He wants you to think him naming these names. Cause at one point he says Adolf, right? He wants <laughs> you to think, oh, this is hyperbole. And I probably don't understand what's happening. But I'll tell you what's happening. You're being taken. Peter Gabriel's taking you. And you're you're you've been had. There's there's no deeper meaning. He just wants your money. And that's why I think I we w- can be successful. I wonder if the listeners will pick up my Hitler reference. <laughs> yeah, right. That's my Peter Gabriel impression. 
That's a pretty good one. That's a Thank pretty you. good one. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's two good Peter Gabriel impressions in a span of five minutes, guys. That's oh yeah. I don't know how. I, you, yeah, I mean, I said monkey. I, I feel like that was on point. And uh, so, I just so don't know other podcasts. Or, this is hot stuff. This oh, is, topical too. Yeah, Peter Gabriel. Fuck you. Shout out to Peter <laughs> Gabriel, sucker. Reap. <laughs> Uh, what uh okay so do you you definitely don't like peter gabriel where do you stand on phil collins my dad listened to a lot of phil collins when i was growing up okay and uh i i would say i listened to more genesis than than phil collins because my dad listened to more genesis um What's a good What's a good Genesis song? I can't remember talking, the exact uh, words. Are you talking pre pre Gabriel Genesis or or, or post Gabriel well, Genesis? Are you talking Collins Genesis or Peter Gabriel Genesis? This is Phil Collins. I don't Phil know Collins. enough. See, I don't know enough about the uh, the the history of the uh, the composition of Genesis to know Wait, Peter when Gabriel they were was with or without. Yeah, yeah Peter Gabriel was the original singer like, in Genesis. That's why they're exactly the what? same person. No, Peter. Well, Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel were both in Genesis yeah. at the same time, weren't they? Yeah, Peter uh, oh, Phil I Collins was the drummer, and then he he uh, yeah. Sammy Hagard, um, the David Lee Roth of Peter Gabriel. You know, like once Peter Gabriel <laughs> left and became Peter Gabriel's solo act, Phil Collins stopped becoming drummer Phil Collins and started becoming singer Phil Collins, and that's why the drums on Phil Collins songs are always so freaking cool because he's a drummer, you know. He's, he's Man, Bill Collins. There, there's never consider this. There's never going to be another pop star that looks like Phil Collins. No, you can't get away like, with that nowadays. No, <laughs> sort of. Like, look at look at his albums. His albums are just like pictures of his face. Yeah, it's yeah. all like just pictures of a bald, middle-aged guy. Yeah, he's and, got like a widow's peak, and he's just kind of like round-faced. And we, he looks like a guy that teaches math, like high-level math, but then like like whispers weird things when you're not like looking directly at him. You know what I mean? Like he just looks like a weird guy, like a strange yeah. man. I, I also think it's, uh, it's pretty great how uh, it's his face, and then I think – that album with a face on it it's called no jacket required <laughs> that's a good name yeah man fucking <laughs> yeah so yeah i i didn't know all this about fucking i, I had no idea we we're gonna do a deep dive on fucking genesis oh, we can get deeper i was just watching uh <laughs> as i said before rewatching dirty rock good stuff oh yeah episode where uh Jenna Maroney is uh, writing a song and Weird Al keeps parodying all of her songs. So she's like, I need to write a song that's unparodyable. And then uh, Tracy's like, what do you think Phil Collins is trying to do with Sue Studio? God, fuck that song. Oh, it's a yeah, great song. Fuck it, but, you, Pat. But I think that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to not get Weird Al to, to make a funny version of his song. Because what can you do with Sue Studio? No, man. I looked up. I was so mad. <laughs> I looked up the lyrics to Sue Sue Studio, and I thought it was about a girl named Sue Studio, right? It's but, but then, it's like, not spelled that way. It's one word. No, it's like it's one word. Yeah, and it's nonsense. And he literally was like, he put it in as a placeholder, and then never fixed it. So like we make fun of Nate 
for like coming in with like weak shit, right? We get after him pretty hard, but he's just like, uh, 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 here's a uh, right. We hate that, right? When he doesn't bring the effort, this motherfucker had like a number one chart topping hit with a placeholder in the main, like it's the the most important lyrics. It's the chorus. Sue, Sue, studio. It's not words. Fucking wild, man. This is what I'm saying. The bar is low. Hey, you need to be making up gibberish. People will connect with gibberish because they'll just put whatever they want in there, dude. Studio. Sue, Sue, studio. That's cathartic, though. Yeah, because it's like, if I could say the word, Sue, Sue, So he's like building up to like, I'm going to say something to you. But it was just the first thing he wrote, wrote down. He was like, oh, I have, I have to have this album written by tomorrow. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good impression. Oh, man. Is, yeah. he, is he saying, <laughs> if I could say the word? Is that what he's saying? It, uh, I thought yeah. it was less like uh, something sail away oh, or, you know, more nonsense. If, if I, I could, could say, say the word. Oh, oh, if I could sail the world? Maybe if I, I don't know. know. If I could say the word. Okay. I think it's kind of meta. And that's another reason I don't like it. I don't like yeah. songs that reference that they're songs. I kind of don't like that. But, uh, yeah. Well, no, I like... It's Jewish, like and it's Fulcons. not... Yeah. Well, I like Fulcons. Uh I like what you're saying about how him being just ghastly looking. And <laughs> I, I, just, I just like... It just makes me feel that literally anyone can be famous. Yeah. If you find the right way to do it. So that's what we're trying to do here. That's what we're trying to do here, Pat. Make hits. Yeah. Phil Absolutely. made a whole bunch of lemonade with, I don't know, split peas. And now, Nate, the reason that we're focusing so hard on Phil Collins' appearance is because we also, were, at first, Max and I, we just, when you came to us and said, hey, I need you, my tastemakers, my people with the finger on the pulse of the people, I need you to, to help me, inspire, inspire me to make a song. And Max and I had an aside. We said, I don't know, he's pretty ugly. Do we do this? He's very ugly. Do we do this? And Max said, Bill Collins is ugly too. And I was like, say no more. And then we, we, we came right back and we're in. We've agreed. I also said, if Millie and Vanilli can do it, we can yeah, do it. Yeah, right. And I agree with that too. Yeah. Millie Vanilli seen, doesn't even have a voice. Have you seen the original Millie Vanilli? No. It's, yeah, they're hideous. It's like the elephant <laughs> man. But they well, found two the guys that, handsome... Yeah. Handsome Rob and Fab, and man, that that was a hit. Baby. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. If we ever make a, uh, if we ever make a, a music video for any of your garbage, we'll definitely just make it so it's not you actually singing. We'll just have some young kids, you know, doing like whatever that. kids do. Yeah, yeah. it would be like a, a kids bop cut. Could we just make the kids bop cut of this the single? Oh God. Well, Kids about Tony would be fantastic. Oh, yeah, man. those uh, kids would have stark realizations about their life. They just think they're singing songs for uh, infomercials, but no, they're they're t- they're tapping into their uh, their, uh, their their futures of becoming strip club DJs. Oh yeah, well guys, and also there's another example. We went we hit Phil Collins pretty hard. Phil Collins, if, but Phil Collins is very talented. We, we've, we've, we've made fun of how he just doesn't care about lyrics and how he doesn't care about how he looks. But I will say this. That he's very, very talented. Immensely he knows how to talented. write a song. Yeah, that, that's the thing that we should consider. But here, on this other side, Kids Bop. I mean, Kids Bop, 
How was I remember watching a video as a kid for Kids Bop and being like, who would buy this? And why would they buy it? And I think dads trying to trying to buy cool stuff for their uh their kids. I oof. This but, is what kids like. Other kids singing. Yeah, that's not I never wanted that. I I listened to other kids singing. When I was a kid, I listened to other kids singing. I said, oh, I'd rather have uh, an adult do that. This kid's bad at this. He's also garbage at rhythm sticks and uh, and recorder. Um, <laughs> this is terrible. This kid loves terrible music. He plays it all the time. <laughs> That's all he does. Have you ever heard oh, of uh, the uh, Kids Bop? Uh, it's probably not real. It's probably just a joke, but I heard it once. Uh, the uh, Kids Bop of uh, that L- L- Lil Wayne song, Lollipop. That can't be real. Yeah, I don't think it is, but it sounds great. It, it's just like kids. <laughs> Show him on a fuck. Well, we can really, we can Shuttles really, it's just, you know, we can fine. point out exactly who it. Kids Bop is for. We all know Kids Bop <laughs> is just for adult creepers. Yes. Oh, you're so, talking chomos, dude? All right, this is all getting cut. All right, and then bumper music hits. <laughs> Keep All right, so last week, uh, again, like I said, Nate, good song. Uh, One of your better ones uh, so far in this, you know, short-lived podcast. Last week was also uh, a, um, I know we're kind of, you know, a little ahead of the game here in terms from like a real-time perspective, but this past week we also uh, put out the Twitter account for Is It A Hit? So if you are listening... Uh, make sure you like and subscribe there. That was a big, big day for us. We've got a lot of traction there. It's been really good. Got some great art. Want to thank our friend Gretchen Pruitt for that art. That art was oh, fantastic. Yee. I could not envision the art going uh, coming up any better than the way it did. And yeah. uh, it's uh, good stuff. So uh, thanks to Gretchen. We uh, we really appreciate that. So yeah, uh, looking it. forward to our years and years and years of. Uh, of uh, a partnership where, yeah, no. So one of us won't be getting paid at all. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're looking at you, Grashler. All right. <laughs> um. So, uh, Pat, what else? Uh, you got any? Uh, you got anything that's been uh, that's been uh, that's been bugging you lately? What's itching like you your grill? You got something yeah. going on? You know? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, sometimes, sometimes I, I'll get into. I'll get into a band, or I'll get into a song. I'm like, oh, I enjoy this song. I wonder if there are other songs I like this too. And I'll do my research. I'll do a little digging. And I'll be like, how did they make this song? Because this song is good, and then all their other songs are trash. And I always always hate that. That's the worst feeling. Because I enjoy finding a new band and being like, oh, man, awesome. This this full album's great. I can listen to this front to back. Because that's how I like to listen to music. I like to listen to a full album. But there's certain bands where it's like it just kind of sucks where you, you you really enjoy a specific song and then you just can't get into them as a band as a whole. And um, the band that I have the example, there's a band called Mastodon. And I'm not into <laughs> like heavy metal uh, at all. They're not heavy metal, but they're like, you know, they're prog metal, I guess. But um, some some 
some guy that loves Mastodon. There's so many people that love Mastodon. It's like, that's not what they're, that's not what their, you know, thing is. I was like, all right, relax guys. I've heard like five of their songs and they're all like wildly different, but they, they do have like a hard, you know, they're, they're technically super skilled and their, their music is like complex and, you know, rewarding. I'm sure it's just not my style. I'm more, I'm more on the pop end than the heavy end, but they have a song called toe to toe and it's, it's amazing and I love it and I just can't stop listening to it, but I can't, and I've been YouTube shows me. So like, if I listen to that song, YouTube puts in my feed more Mastodon songs and I give them a shot, but I just can't, I can't say I like them, you know, and it sucks. Cause like they have a ton of, they have a ton of music and uh, I just don't, I don't like their stuff. And it's cool to see that they like, they played on Letterman and stuff. And like, I think like three of the four members sing too, which is also cool. They have very, very unique voices, but like, yeah, I just can't get into it, man. I can't get into the meat of their music, which sucks because like the thing that Toe to Toes has, it's, it's you know, it's, I think it's a little lighter than their normal stuff. I think it's a little more accessible, and that's probably why some guys like this guy's a poser. Yeah, I'm a total poser. I'm, I'm not used to the the heaviness of what they play, but I, I enjoy the band. The stuff I've seen of them, I enjoy it, but I just, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't listen to a full album, that's all. So you want to uh, hear you want to hear sellout tracks from cool bands? Is that right, Pat? Yeah. So that's right. I like that is this. exactly right. I like where you're going because I identify with this, Pat. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I identify a hundred percent. I want to hear just the sellouts. You know your your dire straits. All I want to hear yeah. is the walk <laughs> of life. I just want to hear the baseball music. I want to see the bloopers. That's all I want. Fuck you, Pat. That's all you I want. You. You didn't go Sultans of Swing? That song's terrible. You went Dire Straits and you avoided Sultans of Swing? Walk of Life. Sultans of Swing walk is a of sad life. song. Walk, Are you walk of me? Life walk makes of life. me happy. People don't even know Walk of Life is Dire Straits. They think that's the boss. That's because it's a good sellout. They sold it. <laughs> they sold into Everyone the, hears the Walk of Life. And baseball like, sound. Like, yeah, they're just like, oh, I love Bruce Springsteen. And they start, they do they not. start snapping really? like, I hope he puts me in, coach. I'm do ready what? to play. <laughs> Do you know what uh, I also get when people hear the song Small the Town? Song. It's the same song. Have you ever heard when people hear the song Small Town by John Mellencamp and they go, ugh, I hate Bruce Springsteen. Is it just, I just I, a small town boy. Uh, no, that's the other one. Boy. Got, all right, all right. We, there we go. We're getting off track here. here guys. <laughs> it's karaoke season. Yeah, no, but, but I run into that all di- the time. Dire Straits. That- that's a that's a great great band yeah but uh yeah you're right they they do need more poppy stuff because i don't like money for nothing very much uh oh, i love that song that is amazing. a good song that's a great one uh, but uh i got this inside joke with my wife where uh one time uh i don't know why but i was like trying to share like music i liked with her and i think at that point i was like oh man the dire straits you know i i like this album so i bought it for her yeah. Terrible, terrible move. Because she never listened to it. Found it. I think she tried to re-gift it at one point. I don't remember. But but yeah. now every single time a Dire Straits song comes on the radio, and we have like Sirius XM, so you can see who it is. Like I'll cover it up and be like, "Hey, who do you think? Who, do you know who sings the song?" Just kind of like a joke. <laughs> and without fail, every time it's Dire Straits. Uh, yeah. But she, but it took her maybe twenty times of me doing it for her to. Uh, to figure, figure out, out what the bill is but then it happens so infrequently now and i think i still get her like maybe 50 percent of the time like you know hey you need to do who, it who, when it's like return of the mac you need to do it when like the <laughs> beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, or just bruce beep, springsteen beep, songs beep, beep, 
and then they, their voice comes. It's like, oh, oh what's that guy's name? Like Mark, Mark, Mark. And they're like, Mark, what's that guy's name? You were, Mark you were Man or something? Mark Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But like, you should do it with that because then it's just like, <laughs> like, there's no way this is this is Dire Straits. Man, I you do know? like that. Let's find that TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This song is shit. This song is yeah. bad. Yeah. Come on. I like uh, uh, I like uh, what's that? I like that song Romeo and Juliet too. That's a good one. Dude, I'm on the fence with Romeo and Juliet because it gets to a point where I'm like, oh yeah, this song is awesome. I feel it. But then like, Mark Knopfler, one of the best guitar players ever. That's Blink One Eighty. That guy, Blink One Eighty Two. Right? Yeah, that's Mark yeah. Knopfler, the, the lead bassist for the listeners. For the yeah, listeners. For the listeners. Okay. Yeah, lead bassist for Blink One Eighty Two. Mark Knopfler, he's just such a great guitarist. And such a great songwriter, but then like he's just got the laziest voice. He talk sings. He's definitely a talk singer. He's just like he's one of those guys where you know how like I like I, I I've said this to you guys before. I really like um songs that have a sense of urgency or songs that have like a cathartic you know release. I like it when somebody gets up in the higher registers and really really showcases maybe strains their voice right. Like think uh, the Blue Album by Weezer, you know. Rivers Cuomo really strains his voice a lot in those tracks, and I really love it. But, um, yeah, Mark Knopfler doesn't strain his voice ever. Like, he he plays guitar like he's the best rock star in the world, but then he sings like he couldn't be bothered. Like, he sings like he's putting his hat on to leave. Like, he's just ready to fucking – he doesn't care. He's out. You know what I mean? And I, I just wish he fucking – maybe he doesn't have it, but – Wait a minute. Because he's so the good. Uninitiated of it, what's, like, a song that this guy sings there? Is this talking, bad? Talking Dire Straits. Any song oh, by Dire Straits. Oh, Dire Straits guy. Hey. Yeah. Pat, catching Pat, on I, to it. I yeah. took me like 30 seconds of you saying it was Blink-182 to realize it wasn't Blink-182. I honestly and thought I, you were I, talking about Blink-182 the whole time. I just don't know why I thought time. that was the guy's name. I was like, yeah, that's him. And, man, yeah. oh, yeah. I was like, I wow, that's a weird guy. Mark, Mark Hoppus. Yeah. It took me a second to realize. I was like, oh, yeah, that's his name. Mark Hoppus. Of I'm course. sorry. Did that to look it up either? Just took me a couple minutes. I was like, why is he <laughs> talking about Blake 182? And then I was like, oh, he's not. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I am not. I'm talking about Dire Straits still. Yeah. Did not know the name Mark Knopfler. Sorry. Yeah. Did not okay. either. I thought you were talking about the yeah. guy that sings like, uh, she left me roses by the stairs. And I was like, yeah, that's the way talking sounds like. <laughs> Surprises let me. Oh, here's a segue. Yeah. Surprises let me know she cares. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I run into that same what, problem, well, though. What you're talking about. What you're talking yeah, about yeah. with needing, you need the sellout song. So, like, yeah. and, and, like, the even, like, you, you ever, you ever, like, yeah, you just need that, you need that one song. You don't need all your other future songs. You need Draco. You know, you need your walk of life. You don't need, uh, you don't need any of your other, uh. Dragon Force songs. You just need the one yeah. where they singing about riding the dragon, breathing through the fire, the fire. And the flames. you know, through the fire, your, the flames. Your commissars. Yeah, one song per band, uh, that, that, please. I, I, one song. But I. But <laughs> that's all we ask. That's all yeah. we ask. All one I ever song. wanted. Let one of Nathan, Nathan's songs be a hit. Let one of them. one song. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, you're saying you hate it, but that's exactly what we want, man. We want hits. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't be hating. Don't be. Well, there's, you know, I have other examples where there's just certain, there's certain bands. Sometimes you got a band you love and then you can't, you just can't get into their album. You got like one thing in the album. Have you ever had that? Like 
just one part of an album. Yeah, yeah. because wow. you this bought the album with Can't the one handle. good song, and then the rest is yeah. still no, no. garbage. It was classic. No. It was no, the no, no, no. This is different. This is different. So, like, I will. So, I was listening. You know, I like Built to Spill, but they have a lot of songs, and I keep going back and listening to more and more of them. And I heard this this one album that they put out, and I can't say I like the album, but there's this one guitar solo in the entire like hour that I listened. I'll go back and just listen to that. So if anyone's listening, they want to they want to listen to this solo. It's uh the album is uh, there's nothing wrong with love, and it's at the 19 minute mark. And there's this this like crunchy ass guitar solo that's just super moving for me. Crunchy but ass. I, it's crunchy. Yeah. Like you got to listen to it. It's fucking, Oh yeah. And it really gets me going. It's fucking the best. And I'll just listen to that. Like one to two minutes of solo and then turn off the album and just be like, that's all I got in me. Sorry guys. Uh, but like, I'll definitely do that. I'll just, sometimes it happens just in, have you ever had you like one specific part of one song? Have you ever had that? Yeah. Like, yeah. The baseline for um, Tame Impala's "The Less I Know, the Better." It's such a good baseline. And yeah, th- that band's great. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I like that. Yeah, that. But the baseline, yeah, it's it's like hooky as shit. It sounds like something that like you'd hear like in a Ratatat album. It's just like the catchiest baseline, like boo doo doo, boo ba doo, whoop boo, and I won't do the whole thing. But it's so good. It's, yeah, yeah, okay. It drives the whole song, and it's amazing. And then it just feels like they fucking quit writing the song when it came to the chorus. Because mm. I'm so bored when the chorus comes. It's like a different song, and I, I wish I could just remove it. Because there's so much energy and life and so much uh, urgency in that fucking bass line. Yeah. And then it just like completely evaporates for the chorus. Well, so. I, uh, I, I have a history of this, too, where I, I get I like you know specific songs on the radio. Uh, I was listening to a lot of radio maybe when I was like 12 years old. And I think it culminated into, get ready for this, a Columbia House a CD subscription. Oh, oh yeah? How the fuck worked out for you? Oh, terribly. Terribly. I feel so bad for my parents, mom and dad. How many, how many albums that. did you get? Oh, 18 for a penny, bro. Dude. But then you have to pay like $29 a month for a different CD for like two years is how they get you. You can't, you can't get out of it? Like, can you get out of it? Uh, I can't remember what we did, but I remember I can picture my mom just visibly angry and defeated on the, on the, uh, on the phone, canceling the subscription. Uh, I think, oh, I, you know what I think it was also? I think they also charged shipping and handling per CD. Ooh, and it nice. was like 18 and it was, and it was like for a penny, but it was like five ninety nine a CD to ship it to me, which is not that bad. But I got eighteen, like probably like like three CDs I wanted, and then yeah, like right. fifteen more. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to the Verve pipe. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, listen you to uh, just I don't know what the else. Verve. I'll listen to Sean Colvin. wait okay i'm on this list alphabetically up yep verb pipe over the verb that too (laughs) any band with the verb in the title i love a good verb yeah so yeah dude i always wondered because i remember back when music stores were still a thing um 
I remember like seeing that, like, cause they would have it everywhere. And I remember yeah. just thinking like, this is a bad deal. I don't know how it's a bad deal, but I feel like I can't get like, you know, 18 albums for five cents. Like they, they couldn't make a business out of that. So like, <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is a scam, so I'm just never going to do it. Well, you're just a smarter man than me, Pat. Smarter man than me. Don't you ever say that. I haven't day. talked to my mom since. Good for you, man. That's a good idea. Just kidding. Mom, I love you. Sorry about that. Columbia House thing. I am not, Mom. <laughs> I made a good decision. Not sorry, Mom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you ever get into the Columbia House scene, Nate? No, never did. I was uh, I was more on the uh, this seems wrong train. This doesn't <laughs> look legit. That's a good song title. We got a good song title. Yeah, this seems wrong. But I'd like oh, to man, I, I like to look at them. I like to see what was available. You know, I was a big fan of yeah. those. Like looking at those newspapers and just like seeing all the cool stuff. Yeah, you know, new radicals. The, yeah, like uh, <laughs> learning that there was <laughs> a new uh, radicals. Hell yeah, you know, there's Lit. a. Lit. There's a band called Lit. <laughs> yeah, that song. That song, it, like, it made me idolize drinking and driving. <laughs> yeah, that song's yeah, great. <laughs> Save the whip, close I hear that song. I hear that song maybe like once or twice a year, just randomly, and I still love it. That song oh, it still yeah, slaps. it helps yeah. it so well. But yeah, it does. It does uh, idolize drinking and driving, but you know. Yeah. Back then, it was cool, right? Yeah, Lit said so. Yeah. That's what uh, I was going to use. Yeah. Werewolf noises, that'll be, oh, that talk's fantastic. I remember my dad, like, of all the bands I used to listen to, like, I remember we had, me and my brother had a secret um, Eminem album, right? <laughs> and uh, we would listen to it, like, secretly together because my parents would fucking lose their shit if they ever heard it because you know the first one is like him murdering his mom like the first uh the first song wh- which one was that is it the marshall mathers lp i don't uh, remember but that's the that's the i mean he made have might have had one before that but that was his big his big break yeah, that's the one where it's like every song on there is is just the best but uh i mean it's just the coolest album ever and we would uh we would listen to it and it was just so intensely violent and, and scary and like just full of drugs and stuff. And then like, I remember just being like, wow, like at some point it stopped being like scary and different. And it was just like music again. But like when you're young and you haven't been exposed to that kind of stuff, it's like, Oh wow, this is scary. This is new. This is different. Um, and I remember becoming desensitized to it and being like, Oh, whatever, who cares? But then I was just like watching lit like on the TV, my dad came in and was like, Lit! A band named Lit. What are they implying? And I was like, what? Lit? Oh, like, hi? He was like, I can tell. I know what the kids are doing. And then he, like, stormed off, and he was, like, mad at me. Like, like I turned on the sh- song on MTV. It just came up, Dad. I didn't choose it. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> of all the things for him to be mad about, like I was like so far beyond like a small uh, possible reference to being high. Like I wasn't like Marshall Mathers put his put his mother or his girlfriend in a in a trash bag and bury him in the woods. Like, <laughs> and he's uh, and now look how famous he is. Yeah, he's, and now he has an Oscar. Yeah. So uh, it's so funny you talk about a secret Eminem album. 
because uh, I, I uh, some of my friends, this was probably like seventh grade when that came out. Uh, and I, I had friends who had the album. Of course, I, I, I wasn't allowed to buy albums. And I remember having a friend, calling a friend of mine and having him play it over the phone for me. <laughs> I thought you were going to, first off, this is hilarious. We'll return yeah. to this. But I thought you okay. were going to say, I, I called up a friend and got him to, to, put, to become a subscriber to the Cat <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I was, nope. Was not going to say that. Nope. That uh, so good. But I wish I had. I dropped the ball. Sorry about that. We'll cut, we'll cut it all out. Pat, I called my friend and I said, hey, how would you like 18 CDs for two cents? You know, for the overhead, of course. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Sorry. Keep going. That's fine. It's a whole thing. But I, but I remember... Uh, I, uh, I can't remember this how it turned out, but I, I think I heard someone pick up the phone, and then my reaction was to hang up the phone. And I'm like, yeah, that situation has resolved itself. We're all fine. I'm just gonna go about my day like nothing's happened. You, you friend. So your friend is on the phone, and you said to him, "What?" Uh, no, I think I, I think it was like talking to him, like, "Hey, can I hear that Eminem album?" And so he like he's playing like you know he's playing playing my name is that's you know yeah. That's the big big hit. The you know, talk about hits here. That's the big hit. That's uh, a hit. He, he uh and then I I think that's how the, the situation happened. Where they're playing it, you know, it's the I think it's the uh, the explicit version. There's probably, you know, a little bit of coarse language in there and then uh Maybe. I could have I think I think someone picked up the phone at my house <laughs> and then I just hung up the phone. <laughs> Uh, did you ever talk to your parents about it? I don't remember. <laughs> I, 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 the way when you said hidden uh, Eminem album, yeah, it just great. like flashed back to me. So this hasn't stuck with me for very long because I think I just like you know just oh, yep just oh, that's that's everything that happened there, and I'm okay to go. I'll just go in the other room and uh, read some comics or something. <laughs> Look at my baseball card collection because I got away scot free. You were listening to Eminem. Yeah, on the phone. That's great. Kids these days, yeah, they'll never know. They'll never I know. know oh, God. That's great. Oh, I love talking about childhood stuff. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the best. I think that's the thing I like most about doing this podcast is talking about childhood stuff. That, childhood you know, trauma. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I haven't thought about a lot of this stuff in like 20 years, and it's, uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a treat every time. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Nate, do you, all right, so where are we at here in terms of inspiring? I have nothing. You, you feel... all have given me nothing. You... <laughs> You're giving me inspiration. I want to scare children. Oh, this is going to turn into one of those hellscape things where you give me nothing, you tell me, go out there, scare the kids. Oh, They'll love it. And then, um, well, uh, you know, to, we end up with the hellscape. So I need a, no, I need no, a little no, bit no, more we, we juice from you. You need some juice, okay? You need some juice. Well, all right. So, what are some uh, what are some genres you ha- that we haven't touched on yet? Country, podcast in terms of like country. country. I was just thinking, I was thinking western. So we got both types of music. Both types uh, of music. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, you think you could write a country western song. 
Yeah, why not? I mean, I, I, I there you go. I, okay. I'm a coupe man, right. as we've said. I, I put the 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 seats down in my coupe to make it more truck like. Oh, I thought you um, said poop man. Yeah, nope, not a. <laughs> well, it could be, hey. but let's talk yeah, about that you, later. You watched just... the commercial for you watched a commercial for gravel, and you were like, I could put some gravel in the I back of my coupe de ville. Yeah. Macoutaville, I gotta, you know, we're roll, we're we're rolling here, people. Here's the thing. So I've gotten I've gotten that far. So if you want to go down that direction, we could. Um, you know, once again, you've you've said that I'm not the best looking, which means that I don't think I'm marketable in terms of genres that we haven't hit. I don't know if I've can adequately uh market in R and B or pop song you know i don't know if i can really pull that off yet. Yeah. not until i get some nice hair plugs no you know what though nate it would be like we, we talked about this briefly but the idea of you doing a shot for shock remake of that d'angelo song it's just like pornographic where it's just like his upper body and you just like you almost see his dick there like the entire music video what song was that that's how you, does it you, feel? Know, what you know what it's called it's called I swear, it's called Untitled Parentheses. Un- how does, how it, does feel? it feel? <laughs> like, yeah. What, why, but, but it's called Untitled. Yeah. Parentheses. Parentheses. Like, just kidding. There's a title. Yeah, right. How does but... it feel to be, just, to be, to have that joke pulled on you? <laughs> I'm thinking there was no title. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you're good. Um, but yeah, Nate, would you be, would you be interested in just a shot for shot remake? Of that uh, D'Angelo song? I think you well, could do a good job. It's a single shot music video, so it's just a shot music video. Sure. But I mean, <laughs> what I really want to do is just almost take pic of, or take video of Nate's Wang there. I think that'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty, fun, pretty funny idea. Well, he's pretty ripped now. I think that it would be, be pretty good to put butts in the seats yeah. and uh, if he, we'll put if some, he just put covered in the. Yes. We'll cover, cover me in here. Yeah. yeah. Just cover me up in human yeah. urine. We'll go for it. How so does it feel to be covered in I want to know how it feels. Man, that guy, that music video, I, your, your body is, your eye is just so drawn to his, like, to his wang that entire time. It's all about yeah. lines. If I've learned anything from, from looking at uh, art, you know, art, uh, what do you call that? When people, like, interpret art. Interpretive you know, art. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess interpretations of art, you know, it's like musicology, yeah. but for art, you know, where they sort of delve into it, you know, you can Google it and they'll show you all the lines in these Renaissance yeah. place, but you know, yeah, art ecology, yeah. there you go. And it's like, if, if D'Angelo himself was like in a Renaissance painting in that, we can't hear you. If, oh, if he was, you. are you, are you lost me? Take it from the top. Take that one from the top. All right. Back, yeah. So. If that was a Renaissance painting, you know how like the lines point places as part of perspective. Well, all of his yeah. lines point straight to his junk. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I. You know what's funny is that like I've never wanted to see a hog more. Like I'm no, you know, sexuality wise, I'm a straight white male. But all I wanted to see in that in that music video, watch that music video, just like all right, let's pan down a little bit, just a little bit more. Let's pan down just a little bit more. We gonna pan down here, D'Angelo? What are we doing? And I'm just like, just gotta see that hog, man. Yeah. Just frustrated. I, I think, I think just D'Angelo getting frustrated like, for the hog. I think D'Angelo is the exact opposite of Phil Collins. Yeah, 
Well, no, because D'Angelo is also talented. Yeah, okay, but like every other like attribute about their career is the exact opposite of one another. They're, they're the yin and yang of the music industry. Are you trying to tell me that D'Angelo is really that. Peter Gabriel? Oh, man. What man I've never was. seen him in the same place. All right, Nate. So what else do you think you need from us? I know that you might be, you might be a little bit uh, strapped for uh, material. What else are you thinking? Well, I, so what you basically told me is to write a country western song that scares children. That's what Deal. I have okay. so All right. far. Good episode. Right. <laughs> no, what scared more. you? What, I want to know what scared you as a child. I want to know, like, if I was the it clown. Ooh, okay. I want to know if, like, if I'm Pennywise, like, what, what's, what's the red balloon? I need two things oh, man, from each of you. Definitely talking to girls. 100%. Mm. Really? Oh, yeah. I just remember just the visible sweat anytime I'd think about talking to a girl when I was in middle school. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. There it is. What scared me? That, well, that's. I think that's pretty common. <laughs> I'm just no. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's pretty common, man. Better um, not be anything wrong with it. <laughs> you know what's funny is I don't remember being scared about it, but I definitely was like bad at it. Like I definitely remember like going up and talking like I was doing fine and just like eating shit the whole time. You know what I mean? But like I never let it get to me and never like. I don't have a place in my memory where I was like, oh, I was so worried. I don't have anything like that. I just was bad at it because I was a fucking kid. I'm still bad at it now. Never, I never got any better. Just never cared enough. Um, let me think. What scared me? Shit. I don't. Max, keep going. Let me think on this. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm, just, I'm just sweating thinking about talking to, talking to girls right now. <laughs> oh, it's taking me back. Um. Yeah, having to having to confront a crush was oh yeah that was a bad one for me. That was uh confront was, confront or just like confront <laughs> my feeling <laughs> like hey, you you're better than me because I'm attracted to you and you're not attracted to me. I meant like confront the feelings of of that with that like it, 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 yeah just having to to meet that head on or like accidentally talk to them in the hallway and just like ah, I gotta go. You know. What's funny is you remember in like seventh and eighth grade where like you would just get paired with somebody because you're like them. Like there was a girl that was I was like five eleven since eighth grade, so I like got real tall real fast and didn't didn't grow a fucking inch after that. But like in seventh grade we'd go to dances and there'd be like this girl named Stephanie and Stephanie was tall like I was tall, so they'd always people would always like be pushing us together to like slow dance and stuff. And I always was so mean. And I was like, we just, uh, why? Why? Because we're both tall? Was is that the only reason? I was such a jerk. And I feel kind of bad now because I would dance with her. But, like, I always I felt bad because I, sh- I, I shouldn't have done that. You know, Stephanie was a nice girl. I had a bunch of classes with her. We were friends. But I was just like, I hated that idea that, like, you guys ever get pushed into, like, something with somebody that was just, like, similar? It's like, oh, you're tall. Or, yeah, this oh, podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that is how we chose all. We're six foot and up. Well, I guess we both like talking a lot, and that's recorded. <laughs> I guess just more of a more of a marriage of convenience than of any kind of interest, right? Well, I mean, there's we've we've talked about our synergies. Oh yeah, vertical yeah. integration. Yeah. 
I love it when you talk corporate. Right, um, let's, let's vertically integrate. Max, I want to hear what's your second fear because Pat is, oh is feigning to be fearless. I, I need to hear. No, some that's more not fears. what I'm trying to do. I'm just having a. I just I don't have a good answer. Pat's and a big man. He's this. a big six foot tall man. <laughs> really talking, trying to play it big for the cameras. We're talking childhood fears. Yeah. Yeah. What's your childhood fear? I was afraid of the concept of forever. If you told me about forever, that would scare the shit out of me. What's yours? Oh man, forever is a little bit more heady than anything that I look. Uh, I uh, most of mine was like social stuff. Like uh, it took me a long time to just be able to say what I wanted to say, and I think making yeah making friends was always tough. So I think it was just like feel like if I ever felt that I like was friends with someone and then hear them like make fun of me or something that was crushing. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Just uh. like have, I think there's a couple instances I can think of where I'm just like getting along with someone and for like no reason they felt the need to just like put me down for something and make fun of me for something. It's just like, damn it. Yeah, I'm not gonna trust. I'm not gonna trust these people anymore. So that was me. Yeah, it was a lot of social stuff. It's surprised. It's it surprised. Yeah, how much social stuff I had problems with. Yeah, when I was when I was younger, but because it's still great now. Social dynamo. Oh shit! I do have a thing I was afraid of. Fuck yeah! <laughs> it was forgetting things. <laughs> you know, I know I'm gonna forget things. Give it to I'm us, Pat. Give it to yeah, us. So, do you guys remember the music video for fucking Thriller? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Thriller scared the piss out of me, dude. Which uh, oh which part? Uh, Vincent Price or the uh, uh, the whole the fucking dancing? music video, dude? <laughs> I wish the, I could I, dance, dude. I couldn't even appreciate how fucking banging that song is. I couldn't appreciate how awesome, like the dancing in that music video is insane. It's great dancing, but also it's like how zombies would dance. Have you watched that music video? It's yeah, insane. My my parents had the making of VHS, and yeah, it would scare me too. I remember that, but I think I watched oh. like the making of a handful of times, but I like skipped over the music video because yeah, scary as shit. Yeah, dude, I um, I was afraid. I, there's a part in Thriller, um, that really really messed me up. Was that like they? And this is a common part of all horror. Is like when the protagonists like board themselves up somewhere, but it doesn't work. And like they break through the windows or they break through the floor, and this concept of like um, a zombie or monster that just like breaks through the floor, like you can't stop something from break. If something can break through the floor, you can't stop it. There's nothing yeah. you can do. What am I like, going to do? Go out, go out of the ceiling? Can't right. Yeah, I can't do that. He's way stronger than anything. I, I was going to go. Out, I was going to go out through the floor. <laughs> yeah, and that concept that like you can't hide uh, from like this. There's certain monsters you can't hide from. I was so afraid of that. I was like, oh my God. He just, they were safe. They locked the door. Then, nope. Here they, here they come. They didn't make a noise. Yeah. Oh, so that's scary. They did everything right. Piss out of me. All right. Scared the piss out of you and all in a Nate's leg. Yeah. And it made, I, you could say, I, I made several <laughs> uh, professional wrestlers very shiny that night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! If, if if there's a name for this episode, it's shiny professional wrestling. It's like REM, shiny happy people, just shiny professional wrestlers. Fuck uh, REM, dude. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we can all agree on that. That's another band. That's another band. REM. The 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 end of the world as we know it. And then you're like, oh, are any of the other songs like this? No, they're all sad and slow. There you go. Have fun. I like uh, I like the like very first stuff like Radio Free Europe and Driver Eight. I like that stuff. But I get what you're saying. I only know like four of those songs. All right. (laughs) I don't like how nervous their lead singer is. He gives me bad vibes. When I see him, have you ever watched REM live? Like, have you ever watched any of their live stuff? It's no. fucking weird. He's like a nervous, scared man. Is it? And it really is it like uh, any at all? Like Radiohead? Like, uh, like um, what's his name? That guy, Tom, Tom York. Tom, Tom York. Yeah. Is it? He's like, but he's like more like neurotic and just like you know I was just having saying, a seizure. Watching, but, yeah, watching Radiohead play is like, oh, this guy has you know severe mental problems. Like neurological issues or some shit. So I don't think. Like like, no, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, he's just the lead singer for REM. If you put him in like a fucking lineup of a bunch of like, you know, just like hairdressers and like stock retail people, like Moby just, and Moby. And Moby and Moby was there. You wouldn't be able to pick out any of those motherfuckers. They all look like they fucking, they work like a shitty office job or they work fucking in retail they just look like people Ugh. Kind I don't of want, I don't want, yeah i don't want people to look like people i want them to look either very specifically ugly like british ugly where you're like wow it's kind of fun to look at or like i want them to be like ultra attractive like the american pop star that's yeah, what i like, want. yeah like uh d'angelo <laughs> like d'angelo d'angelo is our yeah D'Angelo yeah, is the, the walking in Memphis of people. So we, yeah. we've Perfect. covered. Have we covered in this uh, in this in this in this podcast how uh, this is the coolest thing ever? Well, it's not. The, it's not cool so much. It is sad. But you realize that that music video like drove D'Angelo away from doing like anything in the public eye for like ten years, right? Yeah, yeah, it did. It, it, everyone was just like, wow, show us your abs, you're beautiful. And he's like, oh, I'm just like making music. And then so he's at the end of the tour. I can't remember where this quote came from, but he just said, it's like, I'm just going to go out into the woods. I'm going to gain a bunch of weight and I'm going to drink. And then that's Breaking what up. he did. Pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That's, I mean, I could see that because I didn't hear him about him for a while after that. Like he got famous and then I think he didn't deal with fame. Well like, he and he and Jamiroquai they, they, they bought a house in the woods. Pat, is that real? <laughs> yeah. Pat and, no Jamiroquai had the big hats Pat, and they had Pat, they had a moving no. floor. Pat, that that's, <laughs> no, that's not real, Pat. That's virtual insanity. <laughs> well done. Well done. I don't. I'm not uh, proud of that one. Yeah, you should. You should be. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish. Yeah, it's good. Well, All on right. that note, speaking of virtual insanity, Nate, how's it going? Yeah, You're doing do you have pretty what you good. Need? I got what I need. Okay. Do we need okay. to go to commercial? I didn't give a second. I didn't give a second fear thing. I don't, I don't care. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want to give off the impression that I was fearless because I wasn't. I just don't have any like solid like. There's nothing I look back on and be like, I hated this. You know, like the things that like I really hated were like in my adult life. We're gonna cut all this, but like the things I'm like truly no, afraid God. of. Keep <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, this is 
that I didn't have those things. But I had a I had a good life when I was a young kid. Man. Pat, I'm not good. mad at you for not being afraid of things. I will relentlessly make fun of it, though. As someone that fears a lot of things, yeah, that's what I'm not afraid do. of is really leaning into but, the bully. But you know what, though, your fear is warranted. Like my lack of fear is not. Like, this is the thing is like, I just choose that stoicism. Like I think about things that I can affect and it just keeps my, like, I just don't think about a lot of stuff and I'm not, that doesn't mean that that those things can't affect me. It just means that I'm choosing to focus on something that I, my agency might, you know, actually change the outcome of. So like, (laughs) I'm not being a smart man by ignoring fears. I just only focus and it's my coping mechanism. So that I don't have those issues. But I don't think that the way I think is the correct way to think. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? I Yeah, I, it's cool. Bet, I'm not mad at you. But we do need to record some commercials. I can't be on for too much longer. I gotta hop yeah, off here pretty I was just soon. gonna say, yeah, I think that's a, a good stopping point. Uh, Pat doesn't get scared of anything. That's a good spot. Uh, what else? Uh, well, let's, uh, how about we go to a break? And then we'll, uh, when we come back, we'll... Uh, We'll listen, uh, we'll listen to some music, huh? All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Uh, cool. Well, uh, so you're you not going to get out of that goodbye? What the fuck, Nate? Oh, sorry. I was kind of focused <laughs> on peeing inside of a can here. <laughs> uh, I cut my penis in the lid. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I should have tried to jam it in. I can't get it out. Suck <laughs> <laughs> like my weenie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> Previously on Is It a Hit? Uh, keep on rolling, Johnny. You know, I actually down. started rubbing baby oil all over my naked chest while I was listening to that song. Did you? I don't know if that was just me, but I actually like couldn't help myself. That's no, good. All out. That's the goal. How shiny That's are you? important. I'm glistening. Oh, yeah, you're probably glistening. Well, have I ever told you yeah. that when I was a child, I used to think that all bodybuilders were um were so let me let me take it back one step. When I would take a pee, and you know, when you're a child, sometimes you just pee on your leg. You know, a little bit gets on there, and you notice the sheen, the particular sheen that it gives your leg. So I thought that most like bodybuilders were just covered in urine. Um, so I've always been uncomfortable with the idea of baby oiling myself. <laughs> you just thought they were covered in piss. You just thought that these giant dudes, these these ripped ass dudes, were just were they pissed on each other or were they pissed on themselves? I thought maybe they like had like a you know basically baby oil bottles full of piss. And baby oil bottles filled with urine. They emptied out the baby oil with piss. Man, I thought bodybuilding was homoerotic on its own. You found another level. Oh my god. Nothing wrong with it. That's pretty cool. You got if you ask me, if there was like a I don't think pissed Matt, I don't bodybuilding think, competition. I don't think there's cool. any change in the sexualization of bodybuilding if it was <laughs> baby oil or human piss. Like for most people, human piss that's not like most people aren't like Europhiles, you know? It's just a thing. It's just a tool, Pat. 
It would just be a tool. You said they were covered in piss? Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, that that seems like a natural stopping point. Oh, yeah. This this lines up with our synergy talk. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm just leading you on, Pat. Obviously, I haven't recorded a bumper. I barely yeah, you're a recorded tease, this. You coward. You won't even let me cover you in piss. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Uh, Nate has had an entire week to put something together from all that jazz we just talked about. Some of the topics included Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins, Susu Studio, and Phil, yeah, Susu Studio, Peter Gabriel's and Phil Collins together. Yeah. In uh, what was that band they were in? Wham? Shock the Monkey. Oh yeah, Shock the Monkey. Um, <laughs> What was the band they were in? They later Genesis. had to be oh, renamed Genesis. to Genesis, Genesis once people decided that that was not a uh, like it, it didn't it wasn't it wasn't a a groundbreaking kind of it wasn't willing to break the mold it wasn't a hit of a name you gotta have a good name people <laughs> Peter Phil we need to go buy something different than Shock the Monkey <laughs> yeah I mean Shock the Monkey's catchy and we all want to do it but we need to have like you know something that grabs you yeah so that, you know. I think they were, they were big. talking into the microphone at the show, you know, and they're like, oh, this is the genesis of a new age for Shock the Monkey. But then they, they like, yeah. the mics some, got cut, and, some, and then it's like, this Japanese is Genesis. Like, and people are like, I wanted to see Shock the Monkey. What the hell? And Peter Gabriel was wearing, like, his, like, frilly mask, and so no one recognized him anyway. And they're like, ah, the lamb lies and down on Broadway. Guy was yeah. like, hmm. Sega Genesis, and he ran away out the door. Got Sega Genesis, guys. You guys remember Sega Genesis? I because it was started at that one show in like <laughs> rural London. Yeah, there was like, one Japanese guy. <laughs> yeah, he was like seven children will appreciate a Jurassic Park video game on this console, and that's about it. Well, we also talked. I mean, Sega we talked Genesis. about that. We talked about, uh, we talked about D'Angelo. We talked about uh, our right. fears. Talk about, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Let's one thing I, I forgot to mention fear. was that uh, <laughs> my my wife. Caught, you know that we were talking about that video where he has those muscles that point down towards his oh, nether yeah. region. Oh yeah. Ka- Ka- Kathleen to this day calls those someone's D'Angelos. Oh. That's the. I call them Barbie that's muscles because, like, all the Barbie dolls without the crotches there. Well, that's just they have like the line, they have lines. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how their that's... legs move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even in the D'Angelo video, D'Angelo... I call them D'Angelo's Barbie muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great band name. That is a good band name. Oh, that's good. I like that. D'Angelo really made a music video yeah. where I was just like, "Come on, show it to me." This whole video is about it. Hand down. Let's go. Yeah, we heard that last time. All right. We know yeah. what you were thinking. At the risk of rehashing, we're a week later, people. We but you're seconds later. Too, yeah. You're seconds later. We're going to take you from an ad about something you can use to improve yourself 
to a song about something new, exciting, and proved that you can use to be your very best. So, you took D'Angelo, you took our childhood fears, and you took the theme or the the genre of country western, and you're the mall to the side, and you got this other thing. It's all related. Trust me. It's all okay. related to what we okay. talked about before. Pretty much. We trust you. Are you, you trust ready me. to play this song? No, we got to do an ad read first, people. We got bills to pay. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Pat, what you eating? Oh, just some garbage I found. W- why? What are you eating? See, I hear that a lot. I ask my, my family, I ask my kids, what are you eating? He's just dead garbage. Stop yeah. serving me garbage. So I thought to myself, how can I get my kid fed? How can I keep my friends fed? How can I keep my parents fed without breaking the bank and ordering out every single meal? So I've turned to Blue Apron. Blue Apron is a fantastic company that will send you all the food you could ever need to make all the meals you never thought you wanted. I'm talking trout crusted with crushed up Cheez-Its. Never thought of it, but Blue Apron, they put it together for me. I never had crush up the Cheez-Its themselves. Yeah, they came in a bag already crushed up. It was crazy. And it was just the perfect consistency for what I needed. They must have set their coffee grinder to medium grind. It was perfect. (laughs) That sounds great. Yeah. And I never thought that that would be something that I wanted. But the people at Blue Apron, they know what they're doing. They, uh, they, they, okay, they gave me a recipe the other, the other week for, uh, for, uh, for pot roast you put in the slow cooker. But instead of a broth, you use, you use Diet Coke. I never would have thought of that. Whoa. Crazy. I know. Man. You they know, throw things together and suddenly it's a meal. And then they give you these nice laminated cards to tell you how to do it. It's fantastic. That is great. And my favorite thing about uh, Blue Apron is how fresh the, the food is. It's very fresh. In fact, um, a lot of the stuff, you know, I, I, I like to request meals. I'm watching my weight, right? You guys have heard, you know, I'm a bit of a fatty and I'm trying to lose a little weight. So I've been eating a lot of like chicken. I've been eating a lot of fish. The great thing about Blue Apron is they send you live chickens. They send you live trout. It can't be more fresh, right? And I'm over here. I used to be you know, scrounging through the garbage, you know, picking up things I found on the floor and just throwing them down my gullet. But now I'm over here killing, you know, birds and, and air suffocating fish and then, uh, you know, cutting up those bodies and then uh, heating them up on my stove. And I got to say, it's uh, it's so much better old crawler that I found in a garbage behind a gas station. My landlord keeps getting pissed off at me because I keep slaughtering cattle on his uh, shared driveway. It just makes the meat that much more fresh. Do I know what I'm doing? No. Do I process the meat correctly? No. Do I leave 90% of the cow in the driveway? Probably. But it's that one steak that I make. Pretty sure it's a back flank. I don't know. I don't have the diagram handy. Uh, yeah. that, that one steak is delicious. It's never yeah. more fresh. Um, I, my grill isn't working, so I just uh, leave it also in the driveway until it cooks. 
Um, I mean, I think it's cooked. It's, it's hot enough, uh, you know, on the driveway it gets to like 120 degrees. Um, if my math is right, if you leave it there for four days, it should be cooked, right? If you're not cooking it at 500, it's just, you have to just cook it slow, low and slow, man. It's, it's yeah. like Memphis barbecue. And we love walking in Memphis for their barbecue. Okay. That's what we're talking about. The thing about blue apron is it brings families together. Max, you sent me a photograph of your family, just like pulling out the entrails from that cow and just kind of circling it and just like, you know, red faced, covered in blood, but everybody's smiling. You know what I mean? Everyone's taking a little bite here and there and you're, you're using the knives there and that's great. I mean, that's just family time. You know what I mean? And you didn't have to go to the, the best part. You didn't have to go to the store for that, right? You slaughtered that, that cow right in your own driveway. And that's building families. And that's what Blue Apron does. Builds communities, builds families. Uh, and uh, I, I've, I, first time I ever cut the tongue out of a, uh, out of a, out of a dead cow. Now I'm a cunning linguist. <laughs> yeah. And the best, and you gotta, when you cut the tongue out of a living animal, you, you gotta make sure that you, you know, you take your time with it and you really look that animal in the eye as you <laughs> separate its tongue from its mouth and slow cook it in a, uh, in some uh, Coca-Cola and then uh, sprinkle some crushed up cheese that's on it. That's great. Thank you, Blue Apron. I like how when gonna... we do stuff like this, Nate just like leaves. Like he's just like. Well, I was, he didn't, even, didn't even record that. <laughs> well, it was recording. I, I'm, I trust the process. Um, right. <laughs> Should we though? Right. All yeah, right. You're greased and you're ready. They've always called you a machine. You're a hellscape to face. Billy Joe yeah. Shaver is You'll the best. Know. Highly recommended. He's in uh, Green Day, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. That's the lead singer. All right. So you can hear that piano okay. It's well mixed with my voice on your end, so you can hear everything when I'm singing. Let's, hear it. Let's hear it again. Yeah, let's hear that piano again. Say some words, though. Um, the mummy was denied a bank loan. The mummy was denied a bank loan. The mummy was denied, okay, okay. The mummy was denied a bank loan. Start playing the song and then sing the words to the song. All right, so you just want to hear the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let up, me Pat. let me get <laughs> professionals here. All right, I think we're ready to hear this song. Nate, tell us a little bit about it. What is it called? What notes did you take? Is it about the conversation we had? We want to know. All right, I took notes from the whole conversation, and you know, like I'm not trying to shoehorn things in. I certainly did shoehorn some things into the song, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to take you on a journey. So this is a journey. This is a journey through. Um, have you ever seen? I'll take that back. Have you ever entered into a uh, into like a shop? Like, have you ever seen the movie Gremlins? This yeah. is about that. This song is called <laughs> Shine. Hey.
Welcome to my store, my friend. I hope you stay a while. I know you travel back, Alice, to get here. I like your style. Check it out. We have all manner of monkey paws and gremlins. It's like nowhere in town, so have a look around. There's nothing quite like it. Shine. 
stupid uh, that was so dumb i mean i'm laughing because i feel like the song is about snake oil salesman and i feel like i've been duped because you gave me this with you and i'm angry i did exactly we were what we had discussed you sold me a damn monorail <laughs> and you skipped town yeah yeah Name one element of this I, I, song I that wasn't that. discussed. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> That's true. This That's is what true. you wanted. You, this is the positives. The positives are this. You discussed what we talked about at Great Lake. So you got you got piss <laughs> making you thinking that piss was the thing that made uh um strong men look um shiny and we discussed that so that's good and then you also got in um <laughs> you got in well we didn't talk about gremlins but you definitely talked about gremlins you got d'angelo in there say I the name studio it's it's got a name your reology it's right there <laughs> oh that's where that came from yeah uh, well, um, this could say the name. <laughs> so stupid, man. All right. Well, all right. This is what, all right. So here's the deal. You did a good job encompassing what we talked about. You did a bad job making a song that we could sell other than R. Kelly. So. Got him. Yeah. Nailed it. Topical. Boom. Canceled. Yeah. Right. This song sounds like a Randy Newman song that that was for R. Kelly. I love and, LA. Yeah, right. This is uh I don't think you this didn't sound like the like South Country Western. This was definitely a Randy Newman song about piss. Um and uh yeah, I, I think it I think it's pretty clever. I think not clever, I think it is funny. So you got a plus for me there. Like, if I was to hear this on my way into work in the morning, I'd be like, oh, these shock jocks. What will they think of next? A song about piss. Chappelle did that 15 years ago. And then I would uh, be like, oh, yeah, I hate my life. And then I'd lay on the horn there, you know. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, not super, super happy with this. I, I think it's going to be hard to sell. You know, the kids... Um, they might be into eating ass, but I don't think they're into piss just yet. So maybe it's out of its time, though. Who knows? These Gen Zs, who knows what they'll get into? Maybe the snake oil Back. is what the kids need next, you know? 
what's this is the salesman passing through town. What's the next big the next big trend? I'm also trying to pretend like I haven't been swindled here. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is a great idea. I'll take two cases. Um, yeah, Coming I, right I up. Glisten in the summer cases. Shine, the summer sun. Fine, Uriology. <laughs> I'll send them to you. Buy three cases. You get one free. Yeah. Uriology. I would, uh, as a, as a consumer, I'd be like, hmm, that sounds a lot like urine to me. So I don't know how I feel about urine therapy, but, uh, this, uh, yeah. You know, I'm not mad. I'm just, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is one of those songs that, you know, it's funny enough, I guess. I, I don't think you could, it's, it's going to be a hard thing to sell. And remember, why do we care about hits, Nasty Nathan Sharp? Uh, because we care about money. <laughs> yeah. Who are you going to sell this to? Wait a minute. Was this song a mirror being held up to us? Are we trying to the ones trying to sell <laughs> the piss here? Yeah, we are. We, we're the piss salesmen. Oh, damn it. Oh. oh. I'm, I've learned so much about myself. Yeah. I think we should I go multi-level like... with it. You know, like a nice pyramid scheme, a piss pyramid scheme. Just piss turtles all the way down. So some trickle down <laughs> trickle down economic well done yeah that's good um yeah i i think that um this this is the equivalent of like a dirty joke book from the 50s that you would like read back in the day before you read reddit on the toilet you would read these like old books that people had just kept in their toilet for 50 years and they'd just be like incredibly outdated comedy. And um, I think this, uh, this ranks among that. Yeah. Some of them had cheap so, music. If you can find a market. Songs, <laughs> songs well, to piss by <laughs> slash on. <laughs> well, I, I, to your credit. Uh, and I think everyone all the listeners are going to feel the same, you know, some sort of the same thing here. I did write down, I'm trying to take more notes, and I did write down while I was listening to the song, what's the joke? And then underneath, it must have been maybe a minute of elapsed time, I wrote, it's piss. <laughs> <laughs> so you had me, you wrote me in. I'm like, huh, I'm going to listen closer because I want to hear the joke. And I'm like, ah, crap, it's piss. Ah. Yeah. Well, you got me. Yep. So, I would say this is not a hit. Max? I would say it's a hit in the sense that you roped us in with a scam, which is what we want. We want to get people's money and then leave town. That's true. Uh, And then, so then it's a hit in our eyes because we made money off of it, but it's not a hit in the consumer's eyes after they buy it and have buyer's remorse and then... We'll never buy from this again because we need sustained revenue here, Nate. We can't just piss on our consumers and then leave town. That's right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to side with not a hit because it doesn't create future revenue streams. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Coming around to it. (laughs) 
Pat, you got any more puns? I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty pissed off over here. I think, I think, I'm, <laughs> I think I'm all out. What, what, you thought you'd but, make uh, some money? You thought you'd make a quick buck? Exploit an old nasty Nathan Sharp? Well, guess what? Huh? That's right. Guess what? Uh-huh. You got the piss song. How about it? How about it? Do you like it? Do you like how it tastes? Do you like how it feels on your skin? Do you like how you look? Huh? <laughs> I do look nice and shiny. Gonna love I guess the way in you this look, example, I guarantee it. You, <laughs> you like to think that you are pissing on me with this song, but this is a song you, you put time into. There's three verses here. Hey, you know, you got to put in some effort. Pissed all over yourself. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. But I, I think I think you think you peed on me. But in fact, you've been pissed on. <laughs> on that you- note, uh, <laughs> we could probably uh, call, it, call it quits for the week. Uh, you guys got anything else? No, that's all I That's that's all I can stand. I think I'll look great. <laughs> all right well i feel like this might be our last episode of all time because this seems like it's a indication that nate's gonna leave town forever <laughs> never get another song out of him but uh look you know stay tuned next week maybe you'll hear another song by uh by uh, nasty nathan sharp and you won't feel grifted but you know i wouldn't bet on it yeah um well, you stay golden pony boy you know I mean? <laughs> there it, there it is yeah. all right well, to uh, say we'll the word, next oh, just to to go with it. Oh, just say the word, oh, oh.